Craig, roll the tape. Hello, Craig. I get to insert it in. Oh, is the intro pre-recorded now? It's always been pre-recorded. <laughs> I just can't push a button and, and play it. Get out. Anyway, let's go, let's go, let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason and with great power comes great responsibility. It is Nick Bassett. I know one. I know I would be shot if I didn't know that one. So that's good. Batman, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are, you, are you still watching kids movies, by the way? Like, I know you don't have kids, but are you, like, Kids excited? movies? Do you, mean, you mean, like, uh, Marvel stuff? <laughs> Just to, you know, annoy some people out there? Star Wars, maybe? Oh, stirring the pot early, sir, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm more talking about the Mario-esque and um, Into mm. the Spider-Verse or Across the Spider-Verse-esque that seems to be coming out soon. Nah, I don't. Can't remember the last time I watched an animated movie. Oh, really? There's some good yeah. ones. I don't know whether you need to be a parent to watch some, but no. I don't know. Like, there's some good jokes in some of the kids' ones. Hidden. Oh them. yeah, 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 yeah. I watched Lightyear. Oh, why? That's terrible. I don't know. That was rubbish. Oh, that's just a sellout of a movie. That is. Yeah, yeah. My this kids is are that into movie. My kids are into Sing at the moment. I don't know whether you've seen Sing. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, no, that's a good one. Check (laughs) check it out. Check it out. Anyway, we're here to talk design, right? Allegedly. So they say this week we have got a lot of Anzac kits that have been dropped, uh, an all-encompassing captain's jersey for the Queensland Maroons and Nike's turn at the FIFA Women's World Cup. We need a new pronunciation test. Is it yeah. Nike or Nike? It's Nike. Is it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Based <laughs> off like the Adidas Greek or God, Adidas. Oh, it's Adidas. See, I don't know. Well, what do you say? Well, Kiwi say Nike. This mm-hmm. Nike stuff is an Australian thing. It's like H and H. It's H, H in New Zealand. H have... and etch. Etched. It's like deck. That's a and good brand. Duck. No, that's what you guys say. What deck? Yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mason, you were telling me about these glass basketball courts like two years ago. Hmm. And now we've got one, I reckon. You must be excited. I'm pretty keen, actually. I think it's it's the next step in the advertising space. But, 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 before I get to that, if you want to keep up with the visual references in today's show, visit our Instagram page at Field of Design Podcast, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Find all of our sources via thefieldofdesign.com and reach out to us via our email address, fieldofdesignpodcast.gmail.com or our Instagram. It's episode 50, so you should know that by now. So just rush through it and... Okay. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> Big celebrations here, you can see. Oh, and Kit's not here too, by the way. Oh, yeah. What <laughs> <Sorry>. a guy. 
Uh, yes, basketball. Glass LED courts have been approved by FIBA for the World Cup, having changed its rules to approve the use of the LED glass surfaces at elite basketball tournaments last year. FIBA has announced it will debut the floor at the Under-19 Women's Basketball World Cup held later uh, in the year. The flooring has undergone some rigorous testing, including going through FIBA's formal equipment approval program as it, be, it has been used out in the Netherlands 3x3 Pro League, as well as preseason for Germany's basketball Bundesliga and at other sports competitions. The courts created by German-based maker ASB, uh, the Lumif- Lumiflex Court is a full video that allows for interactive applications and enhanced show staging with more advertising opportunities because that's definitely what we love is more advertising opportunities. (laughs) It will also allow for greater player tracking, which will ensure fans will be able to see more detailed live stats and achievements on the floor, increasing their engagement in the process. Uh, Yeah, the future is here, my friend. It's the next step. That's it. We've seen it on video games for a while now and... It's now in real life. It blows my mind, even now still, that you can go to a football game and see no advertising on the field and go home and watch that game on KO and see, like, sponsors on the turf. Yeah. The NRL is much better at it than Super Rugby. Watching the New Zealand Super Rugby games, oh, man, some of the logos are just jumping around everywhere. Oh, it's quite are they? distracting, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I first actually caught caught my eye watching Australian Open, I think two or three years ago, where the um the sponsor actually changed on the court. Like yeah. it might have been between breaks or sets or something like that. Uh and I, I had to catch myself going, Did I am I was I watching in a different court? Um <laughs> But yeah, this is just the first step in many, I think, to a more digital um viewing environment uh yeah with these led courts before you know it we'll be wearing vr headsets and just choose where we want to be in the stadium in the stadium or on the field even yeah it's it's not that far away at all yeah uh on to some apparel now We've got a few Anzac Guernseys and jerseys here. So Hawthorne have dropped their Anzac Guernsey. The Guernsey commemorates the 19 fallen soldiers who played for Hawthorne and lost their lives during active service. The Hawks flying in the distance pay homage to each of these soldiers, seven on the front who fell during World War One, and 12 on the back from World War Two. They've also utilised a similar design concept to last year's, rather than putting the soldier uh, at, at a smaller size on the middle stripe, they've kind of made the soldier larger size and made them kind of be that middle stripe. Yep. From the Melbourne Demons, Keith Bluey Truscott is an iconic legendary figure of the red and blue. The club's 2023 Anzac Day, Eve Guernsey, was inspired by Truscott's journey through his time of service. The front of the jumper features the fighter plane inspired by the Spitfire. 
in which he scored his first victory. 26 stars cover the Guernsey with a five-point star representing his Melbourne playing number and two eight-point stars representing his two Melbourne premierships. The back of the jumper reads the names of all 30 Melbourne players who died in service during the two world wars alongside the RAAF Latin motto, Latin motto per adua ad astra, which translate to through adversity to the stars. The design also features the Anzac Appeal logo, which a percentage of proceeds donated back to the Returned and Services League of Australia. What do you think so, of that design? A little bit of a different interpretation than we've seen for an Anzac jersey or Guernsey. So, mm. um, yeah, applaud them for doing something different. Very, very simple, I think. But, um, yeah, all the stories there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a nice sentiment. Uh, I kind of like these more simple designs now. I think, yeah, um, particularly for this themed round. Yeah, I do wonder what it would have looked like if the the kind of tail of the the plane, like the stars, etc., would have been more tonal rather than white. Yep. I don't know. Maybe it would have been lost. Not sure. Um, but yeah, I do like that. I think it's simple um, detail. Much there. sort of, maybe not a more developed is probably not the way to say it, but a slightly more creative idea than just swapping those red, those chevron for poppies like they have in the past. Oh, for sure. I think yeah, yeah the That's message has been cool. well received. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's go to, so Collingwood have also released theirs only a mere hours ago, uh, officially, although it had leaked earlier on, uh, but nothing on their website as yet. Well, I mean, there's a web page, but it just encourages you to make a purchase for the Guernsey. <laughs> there's no specifics there, um, nor would I really expect much because there's not too much, um, storytelling going on there. Yeah, it's pretty similar-ish to previous years for Collingwood, eh, with what looks like the sort of rosemary yeah. uh, in the stripes. I think last year they rosemary created the stripes themselves rather than just being a watermark. So C- Correct, that's right. Yep. Yeah, I think I'd probably say last year was a slightly better execution, but um, yeah, obviously you can't go for the same thing every year. What do you mean? They're black and white stripes. Of course they can. Oh. Yeah, don't tell the sharks that or whoever <laughs> else. <laughs> okay. Keep it to themselves. Uh, all right. The West Tigers have also released their Anzac, uh, or they're calling it their commemorative jersey. Uh, as we approach a time of remembrance, West Tigers is proud to unveil its 2023 commemorative jersey paying tribute to the bravery and sacrifice of the Australian Defence Force and their loyal service animals. Thoughts on that design? Um, well, I suppose it's a bit of inside information. Um, one of our teams, Manly, is playing the Tigers in the Anzac round, and it's the Tigers' home game. So the white is a bit of a sort of change up for them in a home game. So we had to sort of be aware of that. Um, mm-hmm. 
So we had to do a couple of changes to our jersey design throughout the process to sort of um, get away from a clash with the white and orange. Yep. Um, I can't obviously give away too much of the manly design, but... Go on. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you. I mean, we saw the the Cowboys one early, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> That's um, but yeah the the manly one um yeah we had to sort of update once we got info on on this one um so it's good to see it in the flesh and it's pretty similar to the little mock-ups we made to put our manly jersey versus what we thought theirs would have been from the explanation so oh really uh, yeah, yeah okay yeah. so you got um, a bit of a you got a bit of a brief of what it it kind of looked like and yeah we sort of got a brief on sort of it was a light colored jersey and it faded to orange um yeah so, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> just helps to sort of make sure we don't design the same jersey effectively especially no. being their yeah. home game and then being white yeah where are we at with the camo pattern on jerseys are we still kind of happy with that personally i would only use it if it's the main feature i Mm. think um or that would be my preference obviously you know clubs ask for certain things and stuff and you you do what people want um yeah if it was the main feature that's probably my go-to you slave yeah just uh just a sellout right <laughs> yeah i think because kit did i think was it a cowboys jersey last year or the year before where there was true color camo trim and around the numbers maybe and that was all right yeah yeah i just feel like with this one there's a little bit too much going on like i felt like you've got the, the story at the bottom you don't necessarily need the the camo at the top i don't know that's just my yeah my thoughts anyway well and it's just another one that reminds me of a little bit was the titans anzac from maybe two years ago where they had the white camo with yeah the, that was the jet across one? the front yeah mm. yep anyway it's not terrible i just think it's probably i don't know maybe they're trying to do it as a little bit of an extra touch but not necessary yeah yeah Redcliffe Dolphins. This is through their Instagram. So they've detailed a few design elements in their jersey. A spring of rosemary is placed above the Dolphins logo in the chest as a symbol of fidelity and remembrance. Rosemary grows wild on the Gallipoli Peninsula in Turkey, where the original Anzac served in World War I. Lest We Forget is positioned on both sleeves to commemorate and remember the service and sacrifice of people who have served in wars, conflicts, and peacekeeping operations. And the artwork showcases the sun rising over Anzac Avenue, a significant commemorative feature instantly associated with our historic home territory in Moreton Bay. Not Redcliffe. Not Redcliffe, allegedly. (laughs) Uh, This is probably... My favorite so far of the ones we've talked about. Okay. Um, I love, you know, it reminds me of that Gold Coast Suns ones from last year with the, <laughs> oh, the, the sunrise. Say. I mean, what else are you going to do with with red? And like the sunrise is such a, a good looking and easy way to yeah. do it, especially with 
you know, at the going down of the sun and in the morning. So, uh-huh. Gold Coast Suns are knocking on the door. We want our jersey <laughs> back. Um, no, nah, I, I like this one. It's subtle enough. Rosemary on the on the chest. Um, a lot of people saying, wouldn't it be nice if the sponsors gave up their spots for a game? But what can you do? This team, though, they had a lot to get done in. <laughs> 12 months or 18 yeah. months i think um look yes it's a fair call and i'll you know we all i hear comments like this all the time um and it's you can you can definitely appreciate those comments but you also got to pick your battles sometimes i think yeah um wasn't the Cove supposed to be on the front of the sternum anyway? So there's a new sternum sponsor there. I don't know what, what – I haven't been following the Dolphins, so I don't know what that's about, whether they've lost the Cove and there's a new sponsor on the – not the sternum, sorry, the below the collar. Uh, but that seems to be a different sponsor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a weird design, I must admit. Like it's – it does think- kind of suck you in a little bit to the – the navel of the player. <laughs> I think something I suggested in our chat was um, I'd like to see maybe a little bit of depth in that maroon. So if that faded to a lighter color as it got more central in the jersey, faded to the red or something, considering the sun's yeah. right there. So yeah, it's a good point. It's almost it's like good. the sun's got like the trees are forming a lighter shadow than the ground they're sitting on. Yeah, if you want to get full artistic and technical, you yeah. kind of you're kind of right there. There needs to be a a point where it starts to get lighter again. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But this is their best jersey so far. So yeah, good yeah, on. Let's them. let's not kick them while they're down. Let's give them uh, some positive feedback. And they made a good start to the season. Same template too. Like it's not a different not a different um, garment template, is it? They're using nah. the same design. Yeah. St. George, the Dragons 2023 commemorative jersey showcases a double V, which represents the corporal rankings in the Australian and New Zealand Defence Forces, being Army, Navy, and Air Force, which aligns with the club's famous red V. We remember those who have served in wars, conflicts, and peacekeeping missions across the world. Ha. Uh, Hmm. Where do you want to start here? Uh well, we do have a bit. Of, we have a letter from from one of our listeners around the badge, so we can talk about the badge <laughs> now, or or we can leave that till later. Uh, leave that till later. Yeah. Uh, I don't love it. <laughs> it's it's such a hard one, Anzac. Because how many times can you put a soldier in a silhouette or? poppies on a field or mm. every year it gets more done and you've got to get more creative in the way you in the story you you tell or or the way you design it i think the races run that's my opinion uh, yeah. i think you, we, we've we need to go full circle now and and like there's two thoughts of pattern here one thought is that these jerseys that are being sold the the profits are going to a really good cause or you know it's just another opportunity to sell another jersey 
I'm of yep. the of the opinion now that you know from a design perspective it's it's run its race and we're not seeing anything new we probably need to tone it back and look to going you know just putting a, a poppy or a wattle or rosemary or something like that in it or we really need to be exploring some more options other than a silhouette of a, a soldier in a field of poppies uh, yeah. and on on the bottom of a jersey no doubt you know I'm obviously proven guilty of it already by putting a silhouette of a soldier on there. And I'm sure we all would be given the chance to design an Anzac, but yeah, well, I, I know. Like you, I, like you said before though, like you're working for the club. So no doubt you're getting a lot of advice feedback. and direction yeah, yeah, from yeah. the clubs as to where to go. Um, I was going to say as well, uh, something I actually found interesting uh, that i went through was obviously the ode of remembrance super important and you know that's the thing the the veterans sort of look at as as one of the the big things they resonate with but i almost tried to look for sentences or words that related more to the city they're from rather than just putting less we forget on it is for sure like yes it's a, a meaningful ode but it has been done so many times so i was always trying to look for things that are on the the city's war memorial entrances or whatever yeah i mean like the melbourne one with bluey with truscott like that's a a direct tie back to the club specifically yeah yeah uh yeah i think that that's probably yeah you need that's where we need to be going in, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. You've got to start with I think you've got to start with the story on these jerseys and trying to design to it rather than just the club going, okay, design me an Anzac jersey. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, luckily uh, most of our stuff has sort of been like that. Yeah. Uh I think that that uh closes the the Anzac stuff that's been released so far. So circling back around now, we've got the Rebels have dropped a cultural jersey. The jersey celebrates our First Nations peoples as the oldest living culture in the world. We honor them through the vis- visualization of the Yarra River and the communities that gather around it, including our expansive Pacifica family that has journeyed to Nam and now resides on Wurundjeri land. Both Pacifica and First Nation Patanhamisli straddle shared zone of the Jersey, depicting Samoan, Fijian, Tongan, Cook Island, and Nguyen artwork that uh, travel upwards to embrace the First Nations designs. The visual come together of cultures is joined by Bunjil, the eagle front of Jersey, and Wang, the crow back of Jersey, who are both creation deities of the Kulin nation. The Jersey honors the coming together of many peoples to form the rich collective that is beating heart of our rebels family. One club, many cultures. Many cultures. Yeah, so Kit put this one together. Um, and yeah, like it says, the Pacifica patterns down the bottom half of the front up into the indigenous patterns through the center under the sponsor mm-hmm. and stuff uh obviously the blue sleeves and then the 
logo they've dropped Melbourne and swapped it for Nam, like uh, the Demons have been the last little while. So, yes, um, I quite like the little logo update with the the bird there and the sort of more painterly text of Nam. Script up front, yeah, yeah. Another thing we're just going to see more and more of. Yeah, and we saw it with um, Fremantle, didn't we, with their mm-hmm. Indigenous logo? How long until someone permanently makes the change? That's my question. Well, this one actually is the woman's away jersey, as far as I know. Oh, okay. It is their like their full season their away? Full away jersey, yeah. I like it. If I've, if I've gotten that wrong, I'm very sorry, and I should know that, but... Yes, as far as I know. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Full away. Just scanning this article again, um, which you can find at thefieldofdesign.com for the episode 50 page. Uh, yeah. Cannot see it specifically mentioned here. Yeah. Yes. I should know that, but it was a few months ago when we did it. So that's yep. the last I sort of did on it. Um but yeah, excited to to see it out there and um, be cool over in Fiji as well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. New South Wales at Waratahs have also re- released their First Nations jersey. Uh, nothing mentioned on their website yet, but you can find the links to their Instagram via our pages, um, which pretty much showcases a watermark design. Which I don't mind actually. I think it's pretty cool. No, this is great. Um, um, nice subtle design, and <laughs> the gripper actually on it looks cool as well. I do like that. Um, I guess it's the same design as their home jersey, just with the the watermark added. So, uh huh. Yeah, it's um, a good one. Everything looks sized correctly and naturally aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, so not. Clock clashing that uh, uncanny valley. Yeah, yeah. Sticking with the Waratahs, just for one second, this uh, while I was looking up on the the Indigenous, or trying to find a page on the Indigenous gear, Waratahs have uh, released their female mascot. So Super Rugby Pacific's greatest mascot, Tar Man, well and truly met his match as the New South Wales Waratahs are set to unveil Tar Woman at today's Captain's Run at Allianz Stadium. This was a few weeks ago. A champion for gender equality and the growth of the women's game, Tar Woman has joined forces with Tar Man just in time for the Waratahs Super W season opener against the Force. The Waratahs unveiling of their new female mascot, Tar Woman, is part of the club's ongoing commitment to promoting equality, growth and support of women's rugby in Australia. (laughs) I think women's rugby is probably growing quite well in Australia. Um, Absolutely. The sevens team's very popular and the 15's got a little way to go yet, but um, they're getting there and Super W's a sort of well, well-watched comp um, for, you know, the length that's been around. I would argue that the ratio of people watching women's rugby compared to the ratio of people watching women's league if you compare it to the men's game would be higher that's my thought i would say so i know it blew up in new zealand after the women's world cup recently and they were selling out eden park for 
the game against Australia in the opening game of the World Cup, and then again the final against England. So, yeah, um, yeah, the New Zealand women are heroes in our country, and then um, yeah, I'm looking forward to when the Super W and the New Zealand Super Opiki crossover as well. Uh huh. On the mascots, I know the Firebirds they released a new mascot uh, for the team this year as well, Phoenix. And um, by all accounts, they've got such positive reviews on it too. Um, yeah, nice. They had they had uh, old an old mascot Missy for a, f- a fair few years, but she wasn't very. Um, it's the right word. Athletic, or <laughs> or having the ability to really you know go around and and be too energetic and move around and engage and and perform, yeah. whereas. Yeah, Phoenix seems to be taken off and I get to claim, I think, being the first person to give Phoenix a fist bump when I was in the office <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, one day. So I'll take that bit of ownership. But, um, yeah, g'day, Phoenix, if you're listening. I think um, especially young girls really resonate with like a kind of a mascot, eh? Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Uh, women's rugby, obviously netball. I know um, when I was back in New Zealand a few weeks ago as well, the 2003 Blues Premiership team mm-hmm. um, sort of had a reunion and they used to have a pirate who went around the ground in a pirate ship back then. <laughs> he was the mascot and, and he was back out too. And I, wow, that was a blast <laughs> from the past, but oh, we yeah. loved it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I've been to most all of the Firebirds home games so far and yeah, just just the engagement with the crowd. I think it's that that extra level, which just you know, it is yeah. a bit of fun. Um, you know, so k- kudos to the the events team and the commercial team, uh, both at the Firebirds and at the Waratahs Women's. Um, just for you know, adding that little bit of extra flavor on the top of a um, game day activation. Uh, what do we got here? Let's. Let's go to the North Melbourne Kangaroos. This is from nmfc.com. North Melbourne has launched the club's 2023 Good Friday Super Clash Guernsey, say that a couple of times, ahead of this Friday's blockbuster at Marvel Stadium. Uh, The Jarvis family's life was thrown upside down in December 2022 when their three-year-old Carney was diagnosed with leukaemia. Carney Jarvis visits the club's Arden Street headquarters on Tuesday mornings with her parent, Olivia, a former staff member at the Roost for 13 years. Uh, The superhero-themed match-worn Guernsey will be available via the club's online auction post-Friday's match with all proceeds going to the Good Friday Appeal. Um, I'm going to put it out there. I don't really like the Jersey Guernsey at all, but you know, it's for a good cause and it's for the kid or for the kids, for the kid. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll give it a pass. Superhero look to it. Um, the purple and green, I'd be interested to know what they represent. I've tried to have a quick look, um, as far as I can see, um orange represents leukemia so not that but yeah um i'm, I'm sure, sure there's a reason there's purple and green yeah there's got to be something there there's nothing mentioned in the article here itself about those specific colors but yeah 
Um, yep, not much more to say about the design, but you know, yeah. I, I actually do love to see, you know, as a parent, I guess, see these, um, these opportunities taken and, and, yeah. you know, go on a hundred percent. So, you know, good on North Melbourne football club. Yeah. And rounding out the news, we have, uh, the Queensland Maroons captain's run Jersey. G'day to previous guest and regular listener, Cal. Um, who I'm, oh, I know for a fact had a big hand in this. The 2023 Maroons Captain's Run jersey available now at the Maroon Shop, um, which is maroonshop.com, features all community rugby league clubs from across the state. It is made for Queenslanders. You can check that out via uh, qrl.com.au or through the links on our website. Uh, and it's got a great uh, video featured on that page as well. Uh, around this captain's run jersey um what are your thoughts mate puma australia has it for 200 dollars. how deep are your pockets jesus usually he had anything like to do with it the big man <laughs> <laughs> he might need to speak to his jesus. dad <laughs> <laughs> um is the the V's not much of a common thing, as from my knowledge of Queensland, is it? What is there a uh, significance in the chevron? Trying to think now. I mean, obviously the chevron's used in the state of origin shield. Yeah, uh, obviously a big part of league. I feel like this. I feel like there's been a chevron in a state state team jersey before. Oh, I know the the women's. I'm pretty sure the women's have one in theirs too. So yeah, I'm going to say it's not uncommon. Maybe a bit rare in this instance. Yeah, um, but it is a captain's run as well. Yeah, no, Cal loves a captain's run, doesn't he? And um, I guess something to notice as well is the base maroon at the top is the lighter of the two, with the darker text on top, and then at the bottom's darker base with the lighter text. So. Two different Maroons featured as well. Yeah, tonal. Well, I remember Cal saying also, like, it's not like a traditional rugby league club where you've got, you know, your training outfits, you've got your off-field outfits, yeah. you've got your on-field, home and away, etc. Like the Maroons, they really have per season one on-field jersey and then that's it. So yeah, the captain's run jersey plays a lot more important in their retail range than what your you know, traditional club ones will. For sure. You don't often see a captain's run jersey in the NRL, more just the the tee or whatever. Yeah. Match anyway. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's pretty bold, I must admit. I'm just yeah, going to pull it, it up again because I'm an idiot and I closed it when I was still looking at it. So give me a second. Um, Kangaroos chasing the puma. <laughs> or more like the kangaroos just watching the the pumas behind as it jumps away. Um, yeah, it is a pretty bold design, I must admit. Um, definitely doing favors for Oswide Bank as well. Good on yep. good on them for supporting their sponsors. Uh, but it's great to see that that collar is there too. That traditional yep. collar. Um, I think it's fair to say that 
I may have said this a week or two ago, the the voices have been heard and I reckon the traditional colours are going to be making, uh, they're going to be a mainstay and, and on the teams that aren't using them, they're going to be making a comeback even more over the the next few years of the 2020s. So, yeah. So, and yeah. Yeah, it is a nice nice jersey. You've got that heritage look and that that relatively new Queensland logo um, still looks great. So Yeah, so iconic. Yeah. Uh, and that, my friend, rounds out the news, unless the you news had anything, the news, unless you had anything else that you wanted to incorporate. Any news in your private life you want to share? Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> Jesus. No? Shall nah, we move on? I ain't got much to my private life. Wake up, walk five meters to the office, do my work, walk to bed. <laughs> Eat, sleep, repeat. Yeah. Now, Nike has had their turn. They've re- rebutted to the stripes and released all of their FIFA women's world cup jerseys why don't you take the floor mate and give us your insight or your thoughts uh, on how nike or nike or nike has performed with their drop nike was a back to the future reference it was it was see if you pull out one of them and you're like pre uh you know welcomings to the show i'll, I'll get that one the intros, bring in some Back to the Future references. Yeah, I'll definitely get some Back to the Future references if you need some. Indiana Jones? Maybe. It's been oh. a while since I've seen them, but I had definitely seen them multiple times. All right. Um, but Adidas is one. It's over. It's a fact. All of Adidas's are better than 99% of these. Um, Nike's got, oh, got a good 10 or 12 teams. I think the highlights are... The Canada home, the red. Yes. Uh, the New Zealand home, which I think is fantastic. Uh, their first black home kit, I'm pretty sure. It was the change for the, the the girls had been asking for the darker base home. What have they uh, traditionally been wearing as their home? Uh, same, same as like the all whites. So, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the girls asked for the darker base, and they've gone for the blue shorts on their way with the white jersey. So, do the women's have a team name? Are they the all whites uh, as football well? Football fans, football fans. Yep. Yeah. Um. Another sort of smallish highlight, I guess, <laughs> um, was uh, which one was it? I think the the Dutch one's not too bad, but most of them pretty average in my estimation um the portugal home kit's probably the worst kit of the year portugal home the red base with the green sides yeah that's just rubbish rubbish combination when you put it like that green base uh, sorry red base green crew neck collar cheapens it already then a massive green side panel that's awful that is just no inspiration what a rubbish kit Oh my gosh, the hate is real. Oh, like just because even, it hasn't got three stripes down the the shoulders doesn't even mean the you can color be combination. Shape. Like Norway's better, right? Look at Norway; it's got a blue side panel, and the cu- collar cuts off, so it's only half blue and then half red, oh. and that's an immediate like upgrade over Portugal. 
Look, I am going to actually, as much as I hate this, because I'm much more of a fan of the swoosh than the stripes, I am going to agree with you here. I feel like Nike has thrown in the towel a little bit. Um, the execs in the boardroom are saying this is just a women's World Cup, not a men's World Cup. We don't need to go all out, and that's exactly what they've done. I feel, yeah, pretty disappointed with not only their uh, their on-field apparel, but then also their marketing opportunity and shots as well. Yeah, uh, it doesn't I really actually... identify it as a women's World Cup, does it? It's all no. body shots rather than... Yeah, like the players. <laughs> they're doing something here with applying, you know, a negative effect to some of the the skin tones of the yeah. the athletes in the images. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a purpose to the the USA's paint splatter design, but I don't really care. Um, I think the New Zealand one is probably actually my favourite out of all of them. Yeah. The, no. the the black base home one. Um, Completely agree. And I'm actually liking this New Zealand trend of adopting that that more teal base as a third colour option. I don't know how long that's been around for now, but I do know that the Women's Rugby Union have also been using teal in their uh, apparel for quite some time. Uh, Australia's sticking with that mint for whatever reason, which will go down in history because I think they won a, a game in it during the men's last year. Uh, but, yeah, don't like the English one, don't like the French one, don't like the Korean one. Um, I don't mind the Netherlands uh, orange-based one. Yep. Um, I don't mind the Nigerian, well, what is it, the dark the dark coloured one, is that the away or is that yep. the home? Uh, the, yeah, away? the away? Yep. Yeah, I don't mind that one. But again, we're not really seeing too much either to really comment on. The the, the marketing photos are very cropped. Um, yep. Well, at least on the images that we've seen so far. They're very cropped and uh, obscure. Um yeah, definitely using a lot of uh, what's the right term for it now? I was talking with my colleague about it last week, where the fabric is kind of woven in. Um, the, 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 well, each fabric is woven in, you idiot. But the design themselves are woven into the fabric. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, China's got something pretty good going on with just that red base and and the yellow kind of trims on it. I don't mind that, but again, I just like that color combination too. Uh, but yeah, for me, I'd probably go gold for New Zealand, silver for Canada, and then mm, let let them fight yeah. it out for bronze. <laughs> it's hard. Eh? There's no bronze medal. They're all just like eighth equal. Um, yeah, definitely agree. Like New Zealand's the clear winner with their home kit. I think ESPN uh, blasphemously had it. As a miss, this home kit. They're uh, drunk. Go home. Don't miss. Yeah, they're just, wrong. They're straight up wrong. Who's the writer in that article? Let's, uh, let's them call email. them out. Uh, who are you, Chris Wright, toe poke writer? You are wrong, yeah. sir. Chris Wright, you are not right at all. Yeah, shame on your last name. We're calling you out. Come and uh, have a chat on the podcast if you want to fight us on that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and then yeah, Canada's home again. Pretty, pretty cool way of sort of representing the the maple leaf there with the geometric pattern and the. You wouldn't call them grain fades, would you? The honeycomb sort of texture, honeycomb kind of dot fade. Yeah, I must admit, I don't really like the fact that they've gone with that honeycomb texture on top of the the fabric, like the woven fabric texture as well. I think there's a lot going on there. But, you know, in a race that's not being won by many, (laughs) (laughs) you've got to put something above something else. Yeah. Yeah. So New Zealand and Canada, you win. Everyone else, pretty... Send a memo uh, to Canada the too. They need a better logo. Like that's such an 80s, early 90s <laughs> football logo. Time for an update. Yeah, it's even got the 70s, 80s like football. No footballs look like that anymore with yeah. the white with the black uh, <laughs> pentagons on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So I believe you'll find that that is a hexagon. Ah, no, the red is uh, the white part and then the white is the black hex- uh, pentagons. Man's trying to argue with me on football-related stuff. What's he on about? Are we really going to argue on the black and white portions of the the football? Okay, tell star football. <laughs> uh, you, sir, sir yes. Nick, have a a oh, um, yeah. hey, a, look hey at look at this design you saw as part of our new segment. Hey, look at this design you saw. What have you got for us? What a snappy name. You've you've done a good one there. Um, I know. So- Sticking on women's football and staying with Nike as well. And here's something they've actually tried on. Um, the Ooh. NWSL, the National Women's Soccer League. Feel that jab in the ribs. Been released. Uh, and it's taken a bit of criticism, but the Portland Thorns 2023 away shirt, I think, um, has a little something to it. Hmm. Uh, puts a new spin on the club's regular rose and thorn theme by using tattoo-inspired imagery. The stone-based color is paired with a dark green trim on the cuffs and collar, uh, and the chest and shoulder designs grab all the attention. So it's, yeah, kind of your sort of... Uh, what's that style of tattoo? Tattoo style, anyway. Yeah. Uh, rose City Till I Die. Some Roman numerals in there. Um, I quite like it. Yeah, I don't mind it either, I must admit. It's certainly not something that you would ever expect to see in a jersey, but no. you know, putting aside the the tattoo kind of art to it, it reminds me a lot of an Apple ad, like an old school 80s Apple ad with the, the Nike swoosh and then that serif text yeah. underneath it do you get that or is that just uh, me i even get like a real old school nike ad like a jordan era kind of yeah true 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 black true. and white photo and that kind of font off to the side yeah um yeah this is cool like as i've said multiple times on the pod like you take big swings sometimes you make misses and sometimes you you know get a home run yeah i'm, I'm gonna say this is a bit eclectic this is untraditional but for yep. me, it is a home run. I actually really dig it. Am I going to buy one? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, you know, they're t- certainly targeting a specific fan base there. Um, but that's what you need to do. 
if you're a um, if you're a club, you know what is this Portland Thorns, and you've got a really strong following, and you're going to produce something like this and target your audience, absolutely go for it. Yeah, so for sure, I dig it. Have we got a nah. photo of the back? Uh, no, not in the ones I've given you there. Um, if you scroll up though, you can see the home. I think that's a bit of a hit as well. Yeah, um, that black. black. With- with your red thorns across the front. Yeah. And um, what a color combo too. Like you're yeah. going with that really kind of electric red blood orange color there. Is that similar to maybe a PSG jersey that's been done or a Man U jersey that's been done in oh. previous years? It's kind of got a black with that that or blood orange. Even, even a Bayern Munich or something, like a third kit of theirs. Maybe. Real deep red. Yep. Um, I've only got a side-on photo, and I think it's just on the sort of raglan sleeve, and then the back's empty. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. It is. It's got the empty back with the sort of that forest green top part that Nike has on their template. Oh the yes, yes, yes. A yeah. really yoke type thing. Yep. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that. I actually yeah. dig it. And as I scroll down a little bit further, racing Louisville FC. It's got a David Jones style. I'm sure that's got a technical name to it, but uh, purple and navy um, pattern to it, which is kind of cool too. But anyway, I'm getting distracted now. Uh, yeah, cool. So uh, have we missed anything from the news this week? Uh, bear with us. We're only recording this on a Tuesday though. So we need to work on our timelines a little bit. Why, why are we recording on a Tuesday and releasing on a Monday. I have no idea, but that just seems to be what fits for us. Uh, so th- I'm sure there's a bit of news that will come out this week, which we will get to in next week's episode. Um, however, if we have missed anything so far, or if you want to share your thoughts uh, or say good day, you can reach out to us at Field of Design Podcast via Instagram or Field of Design Podcast at gmail.com via our email. Uh, this is from Ben Searle on Castle's new Ireland kit and logo redesign. Great episode. The feeling here about the Ireland redesign is that it feels extremely generic, like a computer game that doesn't have licensing rights is one description I've heard. The old kit made by previous suppliers has more unique touches such as Celtic patterning and font. The ire on the back neck looks directly transcribed from Microsoft Word. (laughs) There's also a general feeling of negativity towards Castor based on the lack of craftsmanship and durability and the price point. And uh, we are with you there, sir. Um, Have heard a few people say that the template is the same as Glasgow Rangers, which I'm not asked about, but could see it rile up some folks. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, it's that sort of subconscious castor thing at the moment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, where you're sort of coming into it with a bit of a like they have to impress you rather than they have to disappoint you, sort of thing. For sure, castor is definitely playing that game of trying to talk the talk but not walking the walk. Um, they've certainly had a few wins, I think more so over in the Northern Hemisphere. Hello to our friends yep. up there. Uh, but, yeah, um, certainly down here and even with some of those teams up there, still massive 
errors in judgment or uh, business decision making. Yeah, and it's uh, amazing the reach and the money they're throwing around. You know, they've got the Red Bull F1 team this year and, you know, Harlequins, Newcastle, teams all over the place. Um, So a lot of money being thrown around and I do hope they start producing. Well, they're Um, playing the BLK game, right? Like that's the game that BLK infamously could not uh, lose a tender. They would just throw more money at. They wanted to saturate the market and get as many clubs as possible, um, regardless of the cost. Uh, and yeah, I think, um, yeah, BLK, fortunately, fortunately, BLK at least could produce some, you know, half decent gear <laughs> some of the time. Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I, um, yeah, you know, people who used to work at BLK, I know they, um, they had 16 pro teams one year for two or three designers, which is a crazy workload. Some late nights, early mornings. Yeah. No Christmases, Um, yeah. While we're on Castor, though, uh, hey, look at this design. Yes. (laughs) 4.7 on the list. (laughs) Um, Harlequins have released a sort of a limited edition group of stuff, a training tee and um, pants and shorts and a jacket. And if I can find the funds, this might be my first Castor product, the T. Um, I quite like it. Simple design. Really? Got that Harlequin fade down the bottom. Um, mm. I guess it's partially because I, I like the team. But You're just doing this to throw more more um, visual references in for Kit's uh, homework this week, aren't you? I'm supposed to be saving them as I go. Sorry, Kit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm not, not going to lie. I don't like it's not crazy about it yeah i don't love it i think you've groveled at better designs than this one even better harlequin designs than this well, one too i must did admit. I grovel at it jeez yeah i could see the drool dripping down your face yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i mean it, it i don't mind it it's it's okay but yeah i wouldn't say i love it fair enough then <laughs> he looked at my design and he did not like it yes uh, back to the news. So Collins Brains DCLZ5 uh, in response to the MLS releases earlier in the year. Incredible photo. We would certainly love to collaborate with you for much more details. Message our primary account in my biography. What do you reckon, Nick? Shall we give it a go? Yeah, let's, uh, surely we like make some money out of that. That sounds pretty. Uh, All right. I'll rely on you to respond for that one. Serious, eh? And uh, Daniel Pulidic, Pulid, uh, you want to say this one? Daniel Pulidis, Pulidis, uh, via Instagram on the St. George Anzac jersey. Uh, at Field of Design podcast, how are you lads feeling about the NRL badge on this one with a laughing, crying emoji? Yeah, so... It's a white base in it, isn't it? With the red chevrons. And then it's a red shield with black text. Um, Kit and I spoke about this one during the week. And I know you got involved in the conversation as well. And yeah, I don't understand the rules sometimes when 
it's meant to be black on white shield, but then I know the sharks like, with Dynasty have done a black on a sky blue shield and um all right, let me throw yeah. some color science at you for a second. Fact. Facts. Black text on red base. Does not work. Bam bow. Not very legible. Not very yeah. legible at all. The further away you get, the worse it gets. But in contrast to that, is cool gray five text on a white background legible from distance? Bam bow. <laughs> so we're failing on both counts. So what you're saying is we need a new NRL brand guideline on text. Oh, you're, you you want to commission me to do it? I'll gladly right. do it for you. I know you can uh, at least, you know, design something with intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's, let's, let's play a game here. Let's try and work this out for a second, right? What are their options what could have they done and how did they get to this one yeah so i'll be the nrl you be saint george or uh said apparel manufacturer classic options are white shield black text or white background black shield and text done lock it in you're a good guy Oh, I won. First time up. <laughs> but, okay. All right. So <laughs> not not the plan that I was, not the uh, scenario that I was expecting of going <laughs> with here. All right, St. George, why are you insisting on having a red background on a black shield with black text? Yeah, I almost think a white, if, it, if they're going to go with the red background, the white shield would be better but then you do need the cool gray five text on the white and red. So um, have the NRL gotten lost here and has brand guidelines gone mad where, and I'm just theorizing and don't have any background knowledge here. Originally it was a white background on a black text and black shield. And because the background shield or contour, whatever you want to call it, the red, the currently red shape was not legible. Have they said that it needs to be red? No, because it's meant to be the base color. Like if you're on a navy jersey, it has to be navy. So, so the purpose of the NRL logo, let's call it the outer shield, then yep. the inner shield, and the text. So the inner shield and the text always need to be the same color, and the outer shield needs to be. Well, color. unless the shield is white and then the text can be cool gray five. <laughs> sure. Unless if it's on white. Yes, 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 yeah. So in theory, there shouldn't have been anything wrong if that white outer shield was white. No. And if 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 it was white and the inner shield and text was black that should that would have passed with flying colors <laughs> yeah and i don't understand because it would have partnered really well with the saint george logo that's on the left chest which does have a white out you know outer shield to it as well 
Yeah. I was thinking maybe they didn't want to yeah, offend offend the the double, you know, V um from the the forces by you know cutting into that but it's done on the opposite side so yeah this is a complete yes for our listeners for me. i don't know yep it's just <laughs> it <laughs> is what it is they've just they've butchered it they've spilled their lollies yeah. they've dropped their marbles i mean as yeah, technically it's both legal and illegal. Because <laughs> like, it's meant to be on a white background if it's black, but I know we've done color backgrounds as well. So, yeah, the rules are just like, just well, send us the jersey and if, we, if we're happy that day, we'll approve it. They're brand guidelines. They're not brand rules. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Anyway. Let's finish it there yeah, on that positive we've, note. Uh, we've talked enough about the, sh- the shield. <laughs> Let's talk about the AFL logo next week and why they insist on the the current reigning premiers to have a gold internal oval, but they don't make the blue outer oval gold as well, which is another thing that just shits my OCD brain. But we'll leave that for next yeah, week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you haven't already, you can follow our Instagram at Field of Design Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you can get notified when new episodes drop. As mentioned, we have a fair few guests lined up. Uh, we are just trying to finalize the the dates with those after having to do some rain checks. Uh, if you are listening, please. Give us some stars and a review on your preferred podcast app. How many stars, Nick? 50. I'll allow it. Yeah, episode 50. We made it. Uh, I don't know if we expected to get this far, but we've done it. Yeah. Who knows what we were expecting? Oh, literally just taking it one episode at a time. and, And now we're scraping at the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) <laughs> to get episode topics out but good to uh raise the bat though and you know <laughs> bring up the half century yeah no we're doing good yeah and i think the the listeners are enjoying it too and if you are please reach out to us let us know just give us a like uh let us know how we're going any suggestions yeah. we'd love to hear them if you are you- and you want to abuse us as well then sure oh i don't care like we can like take it as improvement right we put our, get offended. Put it on our Instagram comments and, you know, it boosts the algorithm. I don't care. Whatever. I've <laughs> got thick skin. All the uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Nick. Thank you for jumping on with me and chatting yes, today. You, Hopefully uh, we have Kit back next week. A bit of a disrupted week next week with Easter. We're going to have to find a decent time to get on, but I'm sure we'll make it work. Yep. I'm sure we will. All right. All the best. Yep, you too. Have a good week. Uh, Everyone out there listening, have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Ta-da.